Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Know your role and shut your mouth because the people's champ is ready to talk. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. My name is Chris, aka AstroZombie954. And my name is Jacob, aka Daniel Magico. And today is March 7th, Sunday, March 7th. And it was a, a very interesting week. Uh, we had a lot of fun stuff happen um, over the course since the last podcast. We launched our Discord and our merch store and our Patreon and it was pretty cool. Very, very interesting. I, I am blown away. I was literally going to say that. I was just like, I, I can't, I'm, I can't believe how fast, you know, people were asking for like invites to the Discord. Yeah. It was just, it was just seeing everything. I mean, it was just. I- <laughs> yeah, it was exactly that, Ric Flair. It was... You're going to catch me off guard a lot with that. I want to be like, who's that? <laughs> yeah. So I figured out the little soundboard thing on our recording thing. And if you're in our Discord, you know that we've been posting... Well, you know that I'm a huge wrestling fan. And I feel like the more people have come into the Discord, we've all kind of at least have an appreciation for like the 90s like attitude era. Like, with Unless if like someone that. that's like, you know, younger that joins... And they're gonna be like, what the hell? Yeah, they're gonna be like, I don't know who those people are. But yeah, so you may hear some some wrestling drops here and there. But I mean, between you know the new Patreons that had signed on, and then just the Discord, just I got a lot of people. I had um actually Ken from Lured Up message me. It was just like you know really impressed with how how well the Discord grew. So that was that was really like that was really good. Like I I enjoyed hearing that because people are noticing. That, yeah, so. I'm, I'm really enjoying seeing like how um, in, the, in the in the Discord, like how much like they're helping each other. You know, sometimes when you and I are busy or, you know, one of the admins are busy, you know, they, they sometimes like give suggestions to themselves, which is great. Like, you know, that's what that's exactly what we wanted to see. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's awesome. But um, so new week. How was your week, Dino? I am super stoked about the season. I'm so glad that it started. Uh, like, like I said, I think last week. 
week that I was super excited about the next day, which is going to be a Monday. And so far, I'm I'm doing really well. Uh, I I know I've been posting it on our Discord. I've been still still using the same team just because like it's working, and I kind of want to get to rank twenty and get the highest uh, elo as possible mm-hmm. to get a head start into you know the road to legend again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so for me, I've been still stuck. You know, everyone probably knows, even yourself, just you're still using the same team, Bastidon, Toxic Road, Meganium. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that can't pull it off, you know, but it's just, it takes practice. And yeah, I, I've been good. I think I'm currently, I got to rank 14 yes last night with uh, one set extra. And I know that most people are just getting to rank 13 or just got to rank 14 after finishing this, their sets today. So I feel like I'm a little, like a rank ahead of you know, some people. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What, what about you? <laughs> well, we'll talk about like where I am and, and all that stuff as far as GBL stuff later. Um, Week was good. You know, we had community day. I had already caught a rank three Talon Flame, like I think a week before or the week yeah. of. And so I was just like, okay, well, You're I'll just good. go for the shiny, see if I can grab a hundo, maybe one, you know, a good one for Ultra League. Which um, I can finally rub in your face this time that I got yeah. Shundo. Yes, yeah, you did. So I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I was <laughs> that's that's the first. I went I went kind of hard for like the first hour from home. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't about to go out. It, the weather over in my side was was kind of crappy, so I didn't want to you know grab the kids and go out and then it starts raining. And so we just did it from home. But it was you know I just did whatever. But I did. Oh my gosh, I pulled the dumbest thing in the world. Is this the story? So, is this the story time that you're gonna tell that you were telling me earlier? Yes. Yes. Oh god. So I'm I've got my Poke Genie running also, so I can catch you know when I catch it as soon as I it, it opens up, I just praise it, see, and then delete it if I don't want it. Yeah, or keep it. So I catch one, open it up, zero fifteen to fifteen. Okay. Press a praise, rank one, right? Pops up, you know, pops up, yeah. rank one, great league, whatever. I'm like, oh, that's it, it's done. Close it, you know, close the thing, evolve it, you know, all the way through the second move on there powered them up and then i like to name like use the poke genie to name my pokemon so i went back in to appraise it and i click and it pops up talon flame rank 94 and i'm like what wait what no <laughs> this should be rank one this should be 100 percent rank one and i'm like the heck so i go in and you can look and see like the iv chart it was the rank one fletchinger <laughs> oh my god it was not the rank one talon flame so you had so you just saw rank one and assumed that it was for talent yeah i did not read the fine print on which pokemon it was so i wasted a hundred and i think it's 160 stardust, stardust? Oh my. or not not stardust uh, candy because oh it's i think 50 to evolve fletchinger and then another 100 to get it to talent flame or is it 25 i think it's isn't it like 25 50 maybe okay um, it's 100 to talent flame i know that so it's either 20 it, it was roughly about like 150 candy i wasted and then on top of that the 10 hundred or the 10,000 stardust for the second move that's and brutal. then another 30,000 stardust to power them up to you know almost 1500 when i still had when i had my rank three sitting at 800 cp that i could have used all that resources to do oh astro 
You, you got you guys. You got to see the fine print. Read the fine print. <laughs> oh my gosh! But other than that, <laughs> the week has been the week has been good. I can't complain as far as like Pokemon goes. It it's been good. So I, I just had my my app open, and I gotta say that something just popped up, and I did not expect it, and it was a Noibat. Oh, look at you! And they're not bad IVs either, so it's that's awesome. Uh-oh. It's like what like four seven fifteen. So I'm, I'm what the, I'm I'm crazy. I I don't ever get any spawns at my house. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 awesome. That's awesome because normally it's me. Uh, yeah, no, no, this week has been great for me. Is it time that new season, Astro? So <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the season of the legend. <laughs> <laughs> this is your season. They're calling it for you. So, but other than that, you know, it's been a pretty good, pretty you know typical week. I can't really say anything has been besides like you know the Discord and all that stuff being crazy you know other than that i think it was a pretty good week um so you want to you want to get started and jump into the self yeah let's do it all right So we are seven days into Vortex. Have you done any tournaments yet? I don't think I asked. No, Uh, I have won my first one on Wednesday. Uh, First live one on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to actually be running. We're going to be running two through the uh, BTW Discord. One starting on Friday. So when this comes out, I will post the the self-link for the tournament um this one's going to be a 48 hour round tournament so an extended one for you know the busier people or just you know people who like to take their time between matches and then we're going to run another one at the end of the month still i did a poll most people are saying like saturday probably on the 27th uh we're going to run a live a live vortex cup and that one is going to have for the winner a $25 either iTunes, Google Play, or Amazon gift card, whichever one they, they choose. This this is news to me. <laughs> yes. So this one, this is this is my thing to say thank you for everyone who's joined the Discord and all the people putting in the effort to keep chats going and just a thank you for everyone. I thought it would be kind of cool to do our first live tournament and, you know, have a prize not every month we'll have a prize but you know at it's least the first for this one, one. It's, it makes sense yeah the first one we're gonna do so vortex cup oh wait actually before we get into that i was gonna ask you for that live tournament at the end are you gonna participate in it so i am going to participate in it because... what happens if you win <laughs> <laughs> that's i already thought about this okay so if i win the tournament whoever got second place will get the the gift card okay, okay. yeah i'm not gonna that's, that's, you're such a nice guy <laughs> Like, I will, I'm not going to keep it. No. <laughs> it's my um, money. That wasn't, that wasn't the person. It's thank you to me for my good work. Right? <laughs> I'm so yeah. good. <laughs> that, that's, that's good to know. Yeah, that was, uh, I was going to, yeah, I already thought about that because I was like, well, I kind of want to play in it. Like, I don't want to just like not play in our own tournaments. Yeah, and then that makes sense. I was like, okay, well, you know, that's, if that's I why win, we have other admins, you know, to, to uh, yeah. you know, referee the, the tournaments. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, we got you to do that, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what so, you have me for now. <laughs> yeah. He's our official, our official Silferina judge. So, all right. Yeah, so uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of had been hearing just, you know, a little bit of what some of, you know, our producers, uh, that are helping now produce the show with us and some of just the people in the Discord chat and on Twitter and stuff like that kind of express what they wanted to hear a little bit more in each segment. So we're going to do our best this week to do that and then kind of build off that every week. So one thing that that we were getting a lot of were questions about like counters for your top tier, you know, maybe like top 10 of the meta for for the Vortex Cup, because some of them either for newer players, they don't have or can be pricey. I know, you know, like Mandibuzz is hard to get because you have to get it from the um, the red eggs, the, the strange eggs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Zoelius, there's not a whole bunch of uh what's it called where the heck is uh the little guy oh the no no i'm blanking out. dino yeah, dino. Oh, me, yeah oh, there's not a whole lot there's not a whole <laughs> lot of dino running around and then i know i don't have a snowy cast form um uh, i don't think we shouldn't have one i don't know if i ever got one when i traveled to virginia but yeah because we don't get those here in florida <laughs> yeah that's that's not like the coldest it gets what it's like maybe like 60 60 something yeah and then that's it <laughs> we yeah. don't get anything yeah so, you know, some of the, you know, the top ones are a little harder. So, you know, one thing that people were asking was like, okay, well, if I can't get, if I don't have these top tier ones, what, what are going to be my, like my good counters? And then also, you know, they were looking for like a budget, like a viable, like budget Pokemon that okay. may be a little farther down on the list, but could still have a lot of play and is not going to cost a lot of resources to get it built up oh i mean a very very, like mandy buzz obviously is really tanky Mm -hmm. i guess another one that has similar traits to it would be hunchcrow but it's super glassy but it's attacks that kind of make up for it if you use it right and i feel like everyone has hunchcrow by now so i like one a cup or another and self like you know i think maybe some people built it they already have it and it has snarl same same thing as uh mandy buzz and you know it has brave bird and sky attack obviously the the it doesn't have a i think it does have a dark move but it just that's what pv pro prefers it as mm-hmm. it has dark pulse so you could easily just you know substitute uh brave bird with dark, dark pulse and then use dark pulse and sky attack but it, it's definitely you know i think it's a, a simpler version of mandy buzz if you don't have it and if you want to run like a flying dark uh i'm also seeing the Shiftry is there, uh, and I like. I always used to like running Shiftry because it's so so spammy, and his uh tax stat is super high too. And then what else? What are, what are other Pokemon that maybe like what Dragon po- like a Dragon Pokemon? Are you gonna be running a Dragon Pokemon on your team? I I mean I have a Dragonite that's built for Great League. I don't know. I'm just not a huge fan of dragons. Okay, so but <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm gonna run it. 
him. I don't have a second move on him. If I do run a dragon, it would probably be Dragonair instead of yeah. Dragonite. Um, just because I like that Aqua Tail on him. But um, that would be that would be the only dragon. So one I'm looking at that I like, and uh, I mean I know I've seen a bunch of these things running around, and they're not super expensive to build because their second move is only ten thousand Stardust. Is Chestnut okay? So it's grass fighting. It it has your typical grass weaknesses, which are also very similar to your fighting weaknesses. So okay. the flying, um, you know, is is probably like the most common. That's going to be what four times four times weakness for it. Oh yeah, he's going to get yeah. destroyed by flying. Going to destroy it. If um, is there anything that has a fast attack that is flying though, like in this cup? Like I, I saw the top, you know, Pokemon uh for for Vortex, and I, I don't think I saw like any of them that were running a flying uh fast the attack. The only one I see here that, and this is within like the top 25. Pelipper? It is Pelipper, and he's running wing attack, so if you come up against a Pelipper, like and they're running wing attack, yeah, dip out, there, even though... also... Go ahead. Man- Mantine that has wing attack? Yeah, but um, I think they still they have... have it as bubble. Yeah, I think they're still preferring it as bubble. So... Personally, chest- I, I feel like I would run wing attack. Wing attack? Yeah. Yeah, because because uh, the dragons resist water. Mm-hmm. So and also with the ice Pokemon, they it, it really would help probably like with the wing attack to have it. That's actually a very you know it's really annoying with that debuff with Bubble Beam. Yeah, <laughs> it is the I, uh, I hate that so, thing. Yeah, it's fun though. It's fun. You get enough of those off, and then it's like <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> uh, so with the with Chestnut, your key wins here are Primate Wish Cash. Zuelius, Diggers BXL, and Dugong. It's gonna lose to Galvantula, Hypno, Frostlass, Mandibuzz, and Ninetales. PV Poke has it running Vine Whip with Superpower and Energy Ball. The other charge moves on here are Gyro Ball and Solar Beam. Uh, I don't think you want any of those. Um, Solar Beam just takes too long to charge, and you can get the, the stab off of Energy Ball and Superpower. I was actually looking, and you know that it Chestnut has Smackdown. It does. And if you put Smackdown on it, it beats Mandibuzz. Um, and it would beat. It would do. It would still have good coverage against Ice Pokemon with Rock, and it would do decent amount against Dragons too because it's neutral. That's right. And then you oh, still have you still that, have that, that Energy is, Ball. Yeah, you still have Energy Ball and and Superpower. It's low energy because you know you had to sacrifice you know debuff after you use it. So if you use it right it's it can be scary you know i'm looking at the at the, the team like the pokemon that it loses to mm-hmm. and if you just switch like okay like for example galvantula it has it as a loss with vine switch that to smackdown you win mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's game over i think you win no because that powder snow will will wreck will wreck him uh frost last but frost you'll be able to do a good chunk on frost last with the smackdown as well with frost last it yeah it barely uh loses uh frost last ends up with four hp which is super 
close. Yeah. And those are on what? One shield simulations? Yeah. So if you probably put two shields as like, if you were to lead with chestnut against Frostlass, you beat it with two shields. So I think nine tails, nine tails you would have to worry about and, and hypno. Hypno, yeah. Hypno, you, you just, you just really can't do anything. You would beat, I don't know about maybe nine tails, uh, you wouldn't beat, but it would still do a lot of damage. Um, Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about that. That's, it does beat it. (laughs) It does beat nine tails. Hmm. Look at that. But you're probably sacrificing a lot because you, you won't beat Wish Cash probably. Yeah. You won't beat, you won't beat, uh, Wish Cash. I don't think with, uh, SmackDown, you'll probably lose against Primate with SmackDown. You'll lose against Diggersby probably, uh, with SmackDown. Mm -hmm. So you're sacrificing, you know, it just really depends how you have your team balanced. That's how I see. But regardless of either or that you run, I think it's a great, you know, pick. Yeah. I like, I like it. It's been, like I said, it's not expensive. It's not too expensive to build. The chess bins have been pretty out of all the new generation that came out. I think chess bin and Finnegan, the Fox. Yeah. Those have been the two that have been popping up the most. Every rant, like every now and then, like maybe like once a week. (laughs) But yeah, chestnut is definitely one I've seen. I've seen the most of. Yeah. Another one. uh, I think you have a great pick with with that one already. It's a great budget pick. Amazing. It is. It is. Because I'm looking farther down. There's not a lot. Most of these are like, they're going to cost you like 50,000 Stardust to second move if you don't have one. If you don't have the second move already. Another fun one to look at is Lanoon. Interesting. I feel like you ran that one before in a different cup, I ran right? it in a different cup. Oh, that was the previous. That was the last one, right? <laughs> I think it was Sunrise, the first one. Mm, I don't I, I don't recall, but... I remember, uh, yeah, because I, I ran it and everyone was like, why are you running it? And then I used <laughs> it and they're like, oh, okay. Now, now we know. Just completely yeah. card counter uh, Alowen, uh, Alowen was Marowak. It, yeah, Marowak. Yeah, just and, stop. And what was the other one? Uh, the little jelly, the jellyfish? I forget. Jellison? Yeah, it will... That that <laughs> that was that was funny. I think you showed me a video on that one. That was too funny. It's like the guy was you can tell the guy's so face like, oh god. Yeah, it's not that expensive. Uh, I think it's again. I think it's a ten thousand for the second move. Oh um, uh, yeah, it is. It's cheap. So you know, that, that's uh, some great picks you have there. I, I didn't actually that passed my mind. Great pick. Thank you. You know, <laughs> that of course. <laughs> so its key wins here are Wishcash, Frostlass, Mandibuzz, Hypno, Nine Tails. So everything that if you were to leave almost everything that you were to leave Chestnut, if you left him with Vine Whip, this mm-hmm. would cover here. Minus Galvantula. Both of those would still have a loss to Galvantula. But now you've picked up your win against Frostlass. You've picked up your win against Mandibuzz, Hypno, and Ninetales. Uh, it loses to Galvantula, Primate, Zuelius, Diggersby XL, and Venusaur. So it's almost like a flip-flop of Chestnut with the Vine Whip. Hmm. Minus Galvantula. Yeah, no, no. Um, they're both going to beat Wish Cash, which is good because um, I have a feeling you're going to see you're going to see that quite a bit. Fast moves are preferred. Uh, Shadow Claw as your fast move because the only other one they have listed here is Tackle, and you don't touch Tackle. No, no, um, you definitely don't want to unless if yeah. somehow they manage to do a, a buff on it. Yeah, which... no, you stay away. You stay away from that. And then your charge moves are Grass Knot, Thunder, and then if you one you have dig so the thing i like about it is it's because it's a normal typing uh really it's only weakness is fighting and then 
it resists ghosts and is neutral to everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like super bulky, but with the Shadow Claw, your Grass Knot charges pretty quick, and then you have your Thunder to help you with with your flying. I think that's why it does so well against you know Manabuzz, Frostlass, the ones you know the Shadow Claw helps you against Hypno because Psychic is is weak to it. So and you throw it out there, and it takes people who maybe don't use it as much or i know i think it was really popular like in season one of sylph Mm -hmm. but you don't see you don't see it a lot anymore so people may have forgotten what moves it runs and you throw it out there and uh you got you know you're throwing shadow claw at hypno and they're gonna be like oh let me get out of here so i like that if if you're gonna go with like the chestnut pick Mm -hmm. i think linune is a good pick to help you with and you're not in if you're gonna go with chestnut and not switch it to smackdown you're gonna run it with the vine whip um i think lanoon is a good you know partner to that to have on there to help you cover the ones that you're gonna lose to no i, I think those are two great picks and i, I feel like we, you can really depending how you want to run your team you can either go smackdown or you know vine whip just gotta see you know which matchups uh switch like you'll lose to more fighters if you do smackdown you'll lose to wish cash if you do smackdown so you just you kind of got to mess with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So those are my two kind of budget Pokemon for like maybe some newer players or someone who just wants to run a little spice to their team uh, for Vortex. Your top counters, you know, let's see. So if we're looking at Mandibuzz here, it's going to lose to everything that's pretty much in your top counters. So I've been playing with Mandibuzz a lot mm-hmm. and we'll go over that in GBL. Just because it's weak to something, I'm going to tell you right now just because it's weak to something doesn't mean it's gonna knock that thing out yeah um <laughs> exactly. because the bulk on mandibuzz is insane um, yeah no it's it's super annoying like yeah i can i can tell you like even like when i go against it with um Bastidon, like i'm just like is it really just hitting for that like much like i expect mm-hmm. to hit more i'm just like what the heck yeah, it's crazy how how tanky it is yeah lapras is gonna have i think i'll have some play if you have one i have have terrible Laprises, so I'm not gonna be running him. Gyarados is one that everyone should have that is got some pretty decent wins running Dragon, Breath, Aquatail, and Crunch. Mm-hmm. So it has it winning against Zuelius, Wishcash, Hypno, Ninetales, and Diggersby, but it will lose to Primate, Mandibuzz, Frostless, Galvantula, and Dugong. I feel like you're gonna see a lot of Galvantula. I think so too. I'm, I'm looking like most of them have Galvantula in the key losses. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe rolling with something that has Smackdown would be nice. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Galvantula's weaknesses are fire and rock. It resists your steel, grass, fighting, and electric. So it resists a good amount of stuff. So when you're building your team, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw it out there and I'm going to say build kind of, make sure you have at least one counter for Galvantula because I have a feeling you're going to see a lot of him. Um, Have have you, has anyone or have you seen anyone doing a tournament yet? And like, do you see like what they're running on there? I haven't. I think um, King Flip. Oh, he mentioned something about uh, a practice. practice. Yeah, I forgot Um, to ask him how 
I, th- I think you mentioned uh, that there was a few random Pokemon there, but I didn't ask what 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 they were. Yeah, I didn't either. So one thing that I was looking at, maybe a, a fun counter for Galvantula is Quagsire. Okay, that 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 is a little random. <laughs> it's random. Yeah, um, but it makes so, sense. You know, it's a mud boy. We did just have uh, that Wooper thing not yeah. too long ago, so hopefully that's one that people have you know, made already. And um, I think it's somewhat spammy, so... It uh, is, even with the fact that it runs Earthquake and Stone Edge, mm-hmm. it's still because of Mudshot, it, it still gets to those pretty quick. And just in case you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, but why wouldn't I just run Wish Wishcash? So, Wishcash actually loses to Galvantula. What? Hmm? That's that's insane. I would have thought maybe it wouldn't uh, because it, Mud Bomb is neutral to Galvantula and obviously we know Galvantula is super glassy as well. So. so I'm looking at this right now. So it's close but in a one shield scenario, Wish Cash loses to Galvantula and Galvantula will have 6 HP left over. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So it looks like, yeah, Mud Bomb, Mud Bomb, Mud Bomb, Mud Bomb, Blizzard, and then Blizzard. He's going to get off one, two, three, three lunges in the time you get the one Mud Bomb and then a Blizzard off. I feel like if I were to run into that, I wouldn't even try to go for Blizzard, to be honest. Well, is that what that it has it in PV Poke to go just for, for that? One Mud Bomb and then a Blizzard. But once he hits that one lunge, that first lunge, your attack drops. Yeah, you have it. Your attack is dropped twice by the time you get to the Blizzard. That is, that is insane. Yeah. So your, your mud bombs are going to be like throwing cotton balls at it. It just, it, cause it has, it has stab compared to Blizzard not having stab. Mm-hmm. How expensive an, an energy it is. Mm-hmm. It just like throws me on the loop. And I don't know. Cause like, for example, like I wouldn't go for sludge bomb on toxic croak versus a galvantula, you know, cause it resists it, I think. So I don't know. To me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually, no, it doesn't resist though, but I still would go for the mod bombs because it's just like, it's cheaper and on en- en- energy. So I guess yeah. I would have to try it out. So now with Quagsire, Quagsire beats Galvantula and still has 52 HP left over and about 16 energy built up for the next Pokemon. So it gets to, and this is, again, this is in a one shield scenario. So it has Galvantula throwing the lunge first that you'll shield. Then Quagsire will get to his Stone Edge before Galvantula gets to the next lunge. They'll shield that. Then you'll unshield the... Because you don't have any more shields. You'll get hit with the lunge and by the time Galvantula builds up for its next charge move, you already have a Stone Edge ready to throw. Yeah. Make, for oh, the yeah, KO. Makes sense. So... I can de- I can definitely see Quagsire having play and I don't, I don't recall how much it costs to get a second move on it. Is it 50 or is it cheap? It's a 50, I believe, okay. which isn't too, too bad. Uh, again, this isn't part of like the budget pick. Right, right. Um, this is more of just like, like counters that to like the top ones. So maybe people who want that, like building their teams just to counter the top meta. This is, you know, I, this is a, a fun one, a different one that not many people may be running. So what about this one? I don't know if you mentioned this before, or I feel like someone did re- uh, if it was on Discord or somewhere on Twitter, I'm, I'm, I may butcher the name. So, you know, sorry. <laughs> That's what we do here. 
<laughs> Cradley? Cradley? Cradley. Yeah. The, you know, the one that has the bullet seed, uh, mm-hmm. fast move. Yeah. Um, it has Stone Edge and Grass Knot. Have, have you seen? It has some good matchups versus the meta. It, it beats, uh, Wishcash, Mandibus, Gavantula, Teleper, and Diggersby. And I think. I feel like it was, it was one of those Pokemon that came out of nowhere in the last one. Like some people were running it. Mm, could be. Um, and I think, I think what it had trouble with is the fact that so many people were running a low in nine tails mm. that it didn't get used as much because Wait, a, a low in nine tails or can't no on the last because it's it's weak to ice oh yeah you're right so i think that's kind of why it didn't get as much as much play um yeah, makes i know like with the team that i was running i wasn't worried about it because i had toxicroak right and then i had i had nine tails a low in nine tails so i wasn't really too worried about it but in this meta because i believe nine tails yeah nine tails is banned from it because it's of the fairy typing it could have it could have a good play you're still gonna lose to frostlass zuelius canto nine tails hypno and primate mm-hmm. so i like i like seeing all these you know these primate wins like it's <laughs> encouraging for you to use it yes yes i am i, I really I'm, do wish that there was a primate that had the ash hat that would be dope i know right that'd be so awesome that's that's the next they do all these pikachu hats why don't they do do that yeah they should do that 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 would be dope i would definitely uh buy if i you know had to buy a ticket for it i would that's one thing i would spend money on yeah so those i think those are you know our two budget picks for vortex and then a couple good you know counters for your top top meta so that's pretty much it you know uh like i said i'm gonna be running a tournament wednesday so we'll we'll talk about how that went next week and you know we'll have our probably the first round hopefully first maybe second round of our tournament Mm -hmm. so we'll be able to talk about that a little more next week other than that i think that pretty much wraps up sylph so let's jump into the in-game news which is actually going to be like a super short segment because nothing really yeah it's the first time in a minute too yeah (laughs) so let's go ahead and get started with the uh the in-game news So I can't get over that drop. I, I love it like that. <laughs> it just it just makes me like want to jam. Yeah, I I love it. I, <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite. Yeah. In game news is super short, so they're giving us a Canto makeup event because apparently there were some technical issues during the Canto tour. Um, Do you feel like you're getting something extra? You know, like that you're not supposed to. Because I mean, did we really get any technical issues? I didn't have any technical. issues issues so um, I, I kind of feel bad you know for the people that you know actually did yeah yeah i mean if they're gonna give it to me i'm not gonna complain i'm not gonna be like i didn't have any problems you can take this back so <laughs> you know i'm not i'll take, just gonna I'll take, take it the free whatever they're gonna give me so this one started on the 5th of this month and it'll run through the 5th of april so really this is just there there's a lot of research that's involved like completing tasks which aren't too hard i think i got through like the first page or second page yesterday and i wasn't even really 
actually trying. But you're going to get 30 Ultra Balls, you get a Lure Module, you get a Poffin, Super Incubator, Lucky Egg, uh, three Silver Pinup Berries, a Star Piece, a Charge TM, a Fast TM. You're going to get 100 Mew Candy, which is awesome. And yeah, that, that's really helpful. For my like- favorite part is we're going to get one Elite Fast TM and one Elite Charge TM. Obviously, by completing throughout completing all the time research. What, are you are you in the last step on that? No, uh, I think I only I think I only finished like the first page or the second. I just got um, to the last step where it shows me the hundred mu candy and the uh, the both other DTMs, mm-hmm. and it's fairly easy task. Like it's yeah, really doable, which is great. Yeah, normally with these makeup like event things, they they don't make it too hard. Um, yeah, because they're trying to like say sorry, they're not gonna be like you know catch you know one uh or spin a stop you know every day for 30 days kind of like this for the shiny mute yeah that's so so the other event that is going on so this will start the day that this podcast comes out on march 9th at 10 a.m local time and it'll run through the 14th at 8 a.m local time and that is it's called sniff out legendary pokemon in (laughs) in the searching for legendaries event so yeah it, it it's in the name they're not super creative so this is going to be kind of like a uh a nose pass event yeah i was gonna say like is that really where is the legendary pokemon <laughs> no is there so <laughs> i don't see. not that i saw any i was not that i see it. i think it's they're doing it as like uh because apparently so nose pass is the compass pokemon and he will be appearing in greater numbers to help you sniff out leads alongside a variety of ground rock and steel type pokemon why oh steel yeah you know what that means did you did you look at what's going to be appearing have you looked at it yet no are you looking at it now (laughs) okay this is news to me so uh the following pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild diglett geodude magnemite nosepass aaron ball toy rag and rolla dilber and then it says in more and if you're lucky you'll find a shiny nosepass so that'll be cool i like i like it when it evolves to protopass and has the mustache oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, I, I don't like know why it. it reminds me of mario yeah it does but it also reminds me of you know those glasses that you can buy at like the dollar store yes that has like the big nose yep, and the mustache yep. Yep. yeah it, it reminds me that like a pokemon that just like stopped in the dollar store and grabbed a set of this one's like <laughs> i'm disguised now so the following pokemon be attracted to incense you're gonna have a low diglet a low geodude magnemite nose pass Aeron, Larion, Beldum, Raganrola, Dilber, and more. These are going to be hatching from your 5k eggs. Magnemite, Nosepass, Aaron, Baltoy, Beldum, and Dilber. And then the following will be in one-star raids. So Low and Diglett, Nosepass, Raganrola, Dilber, Ferrisseed, and Clink. Three-star raids will be Alone Graveler, Magneton, Skarmory, and Matang. And then completing event exclusive field research, field research, research tasks <laughs> can't speak today and okay. time research will encounter pokemon like nosepass so there really isn't anything exciting about like but the fact that we can get some steel pokemon for the, the research from mm-hmm. you yeah uh, i think maybe that's that is mainly why they're doing this yeah i think they i think they're gonna do things like this i was gonna with, say like, maybe some some of the harder to find pokemon how would they do it for like dragon pokemon i don't think i don't know i'm having a hard time with the dragon
dragon ones right now. So I know they're saying that Dragonair is supposed to be spawning from Incense right now, but or Dratini. They're in, they're I have, in the Kanto event. I haven't gotten a single Dratini. They're in the Kanto event. I, I was pulling, you know, one, two, three max during mm-hmm. my Incense, but now it's just like, I don't even think that's a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. The good thing with these is you'll be able to get your rock, ground, steel, magnemite has electric. So you'll be able to get a good chunk of those. I mean, it's a good chance for people who want to build their Magnazone, maybe their Magnazone or their Excadrill. Oh, yeah. Some I, for, both of those can be really useful for uh, in Master League for XL mm-hmm. candies. So there, there's some some possibilities with this event. Like it's not all that bad. Yeah. And then you'll have, let's see, you'll have Beldum in your eggs and from incense. So that's good for your Metagross. Yeah. So, you know, there's that's there's there's good candy Pokemon here for yeah. You know, just, I, I guess because you just never know when XL candies will be useful for a certain Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's like it's a good chance to just get XL candies for you know anything nowadays because you just never know when something will be useful. It doesn't hurt to have either. So yeah, if you're a grinder. You might as well. I remember at one point when Alolan Dugdrio was the it was the Galarian Stonefist before Galarian Stonefist. Exactly. So this this is like crazy. <laughs> so you know, you never know. Like it could be something, but that's just like actually, much... es- Escadrill wasn't that popular in Master League, and then all of a sudden he has m- Mudshot, and he's extremely relevant in Master League. Mm-hmm. I I have like a pretty decent one for Great League. Mm-hmm. I've never used it. I'd be interested to see how it works, but I, I wouldn't want to run it. And in- <laughs> Great League is so is so fragile for there. Yeah, but it, it'd be interesting. That actually, some people were trying to run it and make it viable uh, when it first got the move. Yeah, it's just its defense is just it died out. It, it just it couldn't it's terrible be consistent it, enough. Yeah, if if yeah, it gets hit by like one maybe two counters from like a Shadow Machamp. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I think it just like breathes on it and it's just like yeah, dead. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's it for in game. Let's go over our week with GBL. We are officially, by the time this comes out, one week into Season 7 and Great League. I'll, I'll let you go first because I kind of like said some details already in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So normally I would ask Dino how he's doing, but since I'm going first, it started off okay. I think everyone starts off okay. And then as your ranks progress, it gets a little, a little harder. I am currently sitting at rank 10. I've got about a little little more than 50% win rate. Okay. Um, That's not bad. I had, so I didn't play on Monday because I was editing the podcast. And by the time I finished, it was the next day. So uh, I missed Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of picked it up from there. But my team, so the original team that I was running was the Swampert, Obama Snow, Skarmory, and 
was doing really well, doing really well. And then out of nowhere, it was just, it was just getting wrecked by like everything. I felt like every single match I was getting, you know, hard, hard counter counter. or whatever. There was, there was a few things that, you know, me and Dino went over that I was just doing wrong that I made some adjustments to, but probably I think it was Thursday night. No, early, early Friday morning. So this is probably about like 1230 ish. I decided to switch up my team. And what was the team switched to? (laughs) So I was looking at, so we had posted in our Discord, and I think we retweeted it, a thing from Go Stadium with the Metacores for Great League, with, you know, teams that different content creators or, you you know, other people have been running and, you know, been seeing. And the ones that I liked the most, because, again, I like kind of like the different Pokemon like maybe not ones that they may be like meta relevant but you're not seeing a whole bunch of or whatever like i don't mind running your standard you know azu and skarmory and stuff like that like i don't mind it but so you, sometimes you don't mind I like running the mean teams yeah <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes i like to switch it up and like run something that's going to make people think so i was looking at like some of these unbalanced teams and their core breakers and there was one core breaker that kind of stood out to me and it was so it was Alteria, Obstagoon, and Umbreon. And I was like, I like that. I don't particularly like the Obstagoon, but I liked the double dark. So dark, dark and ghost typings are my favorite. Um, <laughs> does that, does that is go like, along with like the whole like uh band thing, like metal? Uh, I guess they, they fit into my my more preferred genre of music. Yeah. But I mean, Charizard's my all-time favorite Pokemon. Hence the tattoo um, on the leg. Yes, yes. <laughs> but as far as like typings go, I love my Dark and Ghost Pokemon. Um, so I was like, hmm, let me let me see if I can make something with with that kind of double double dart. So the team that I first came up with was Primeape as my lead, mm-hmm. and then Umbreon as the safe swap, and then Mandibuzz in the back. Yes. So, and then w- w- what did we come? out with that so it did well and i sent dino some of the videos and he didn't like instantly come at me and be like wow you're an idiot why are you running that he was actually like interested in it like, yes you know he was like that's actually an interesting team but you're gonna run into issues with you know fairy or this and that and so we kind of went back and forth like discussing switching out primate leaving because i was pretty set on my my core of mandibuzz and you're back So we were trying to think of different Pokemon to kind of play that lead role or to to fill in some of the gap. And we ended up coming up with uh, Toxicroak. So we so I ran Toxicroak in the lead and Toxicroak, Umbreon, Mandibuzz was going great. Like I I sent Dino one of the videos and then I'm actually going to post it in the uh, on our G drive so that, you know, our patrons can look at that video. It did really well on Friday in the morning yeah <laughs> i put two sets in the morning both positive one was a four one one was a three two played it at night exact opposite one four two 
2323. So I'm like, ugh, okay. So Saturday, I ran a couple in the morning and same thing. Like it just, it just wasn't working. Just, I don't know if like the meta switched. I was seeing a lot of counters to my team. And even though I was beating Pokemon that I shouldn't have beat, mm-hmm. like I was beating Azu, I was beating, I think in the video, was it Jigglypuff? That uh, I went up? Wigglytuff? Or Wigglytuff. I think it was a Wigglytuff. Was it? I, I know I saw a fairy. There. Yeah, there I'm was a fairy sure in there that I ended up beating. But even though I love Toxicroak, like I just, I felt like I was missing something. So I thought about it throughout the day and I didn't talk to Dino about this because I wanted, I wanted to try and do this myself. See? And then. He's learning. <laughs> and then let him and then do it, see how it worked and then show him and see kind of, you know, what his things were. Um, I didn't get a chance to show him the video, but we talked about it before we started recording. So what I did was I moved Umbreon to my lead. I kept Mandibuzz in the back and then I put Clefable in as my swap. Right. Because I figured my team is like super weak to fairy. And even though I'm weak to fighting because of my dark typing, Mandibuzz is so bulky and because it has the flying typing as well and it has aerial ace i had something to counter my my fighter but i was really like just lacking in the fairy area so yes all three of them are tanky pokemon but it worked and i ended up pulling out some you know i I pulled out the rest of my night was positive was able to hit rank 10 so you know i shared with dino you know the team and you know he liked he didn't he didn't completely say like oh that was terrible he understood it and then he asked me some questions that i'm sure he's gonna ask me again so that we can share those with you (laughs) well first first of all i know who was it i I don't recall who it was i think it was zionic that posted a youtube video with hypno and umbreon and scrafty i believe on the back Uh, yeah it's yeah that's one of the the teams even on this on this court exactly so hypno lead and then your pivot or what is that your safe swap would be umbreon yeah so when i saw that and i'm like that's why i like his team and i'm glad he didn't go you know the same way that they did and i like that he switched you know the other dark pokemon for mandy buzz and it's a hard line i believe to run personally i tried it just like i was curious because i like crafty mm-hmm. but I, I didn't i didn't like it like it, it just seems too like blah for me so that's why yeah, I, when it's... i saw your team it, it, it i was like okay i like the direction you're going in. i will tell you it's a very slow team it is a very those matches i've never really timed out all mm-hmm. that much but with this team i think i've timed out like four times wow yeah i've been positive on it so i think it's like three one in my timeout and that's literally because mandibuzz is so bulky so if you're kind of looking at my team and like going that's interesting make sure that your last pokemon i was telling uh Dino's, <laughs> the one thing i had to watch out and make sure is that i have enough hp or even if i have like one extra pokemon that's only got a little bit of hp like keep something in there that's going to help you win that tie mm-hmm. um or that timeout because uh, you know you get an umbreon on an umbreon like that that goes on forever <laughs> yeah no that, that would be annoying it goes on forever so kind of um, analyzing your team that you're currently running right or did mm-hmm. you want to go through the other one well no because i think we kind of figured out like what, what needed to be changed yeah, i think i i like i think i figured out i like this one with with the cl- 
the fable let's go with that one okay so for that one there's a bunch of scenarios that we were discussing a little bit uh before we started recording and for example like if umbreon leads into a fighter right you would have mandy buzz as your safe switch for fighters because it's part flying mm-hmm. which makes sense even though it's dark you know still hit neutral for it uh for the fighters you know uh because it gets to the flying attack fairly quick with snarl mm-hmm. so then what uh, then next would be fairies mm-hmm. uh which would include azu which we kind of discussed because you have two pokemon that are weak to fairies so like i was telling you i would suggest to stay in even you know for charmers and azu i know that you said for azu you stay in and then charmers you would switch to Clefable. but personally i, I think staying in since you know they most likely will switch their charmer into a, probably something that counters your Clefable. So yeah. then you would lose your Clefable and then you just have your two dark versus the charmer. So I would stay in and then, you know, you most likely will end up getting taken down mm-hmm. and then you'll just come and clean up with uh, Clefable. And then you'll have energy. Obviously, it's not going to be that much of, you know, you won't have that many charge uh, attacks ready, but, you know, you'll have some energy for the next Pokemon. And then what what other thing did you have issues with, like, as a lead? Like, what would be, like, another bad lead besides fighters and uh, charmers, you think? With that, I think that would... I think those are, like, my two biggest ones. Is... You didn't really have any other other things that were, like, giving you issues when they came... Maybe the Galvantula, did you see any Galvantula Gal- leads? Yeah, Galvantula kind of gave me a hard time, but normally... So, like, the way I ran the team, and I felt like work best is I don't I don't shield with Umbreon at all. That makes complete sense. Yeah. I I save all my shields for, you know, Clefable and for, for Mandibuzz in case I get stuck against, you know, like a Bassiodon or a Galvantula or something that's gonna really kind of chunk away at my Mandibuzz. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the last resort plays a big role in, in the Umbreon because sometimes foul play just doesn't cut it especially in like mirror matches like i ran into a couple mirror matches where they just kept throwing foul play at me <laughs> and You're just the like, whole time i'm going what? why are you doing this and i'm just throwing last resort after last resort and they keep resort. throwing uh the dark pulse of foul play. yeah That's and crazy. the same thing with with azu like i don't even touch foul play like i just keep tapping right there by last resort yeah no it makes sense like that's crazy to me it's it's not going to do anything yeah, eventually you would stay in yeah yeah i was gonna suggest that too so the only only thing that you would switch to your safe swap would be uh fighter which would be mandy yeah, yeah um, it makes, it makes but sense. even then after after talking with you like i don't know if i would do it right away i would suggest it just because you have two i want okay so you would have a soft counter uh with mandy buzz and a hard counter with Clefable. okay so you don't you have two counters essentially for a fighter so you want to kind of like throw your soft counter see what they come out with your Mandibuzz may go down and bring back Umbreon and then you know build up energy let's just say it's a Shadow Machamp right so you know Shadow Machamp comes out your Umbreon comes out you immediately switch to Mandibuzz they bring in okay so like what would they normally bring so they're afraid of fairies and fighter uh, or fairies and the uh, flyers so most 
like we may have a uh, Azu and maybe maybe a Steel type Skarmory or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they bring Azu, for example, against your Mandy Buzz, and then you know, I don't know how that plays out, but you know, it, most likely they may may win because they have Ice Beam and play play rough. So then you have to bring back your your Umbreon, or you could potentially just bring your your Charmer just to get some energy. Uh, but I would suggest to bring on Umbreon just because you can build up to the, uh, two last resorts and then throw you know one of them against Azu and then the next one for Machamp because you know Machamp is slightly fragile. I think it's fragile enough, you know, especially as Ed being a shadow, and it would do a good chunk to a fighter. Uh, and then yeah. obviously we don't we don't really know what the last Pokemon would be. It could be like anything, but yeah. I think it would be great, like just playing it out like that. Mm-hmm. Really, the the one thing with this team that like I just I know when it comes out like. I'm just kind of like fingers crossed and hope I can chunk out enough, you know, health and put out enough damage is, is Bastiodon. Bastiodon is kind of like the Achilles heel of this team yeah. because it resists pretty much everything that I'm throwing at it. It resists fairy. It resists the flying. It resists the psychic that I'm running with. Clefable. Yeah. That would, so, be, that would be devastating to see. Yeah. It's luckily for the most part, most people are running that I've seen are running Bastiodon in the lead. Yeah, like me. Yeah, and you can get off to, you can almost get off two foul plays before Bastiodon hits either his Stone Edge or Flamethrower. I would, if I'm if I'm a Bastiodon, you know, I would not throw any move at all against Mandibus. I would just yeah. farm up. Well, I was thinking, so I was saying that more of the, so Bastiodon lead against Umbreon, like you already know you're gonna, that's your biggest weakness is is Bastiodon, so try and bang out as many as plays as you can because he's going to resist. He's going to resist the last resort, so like, don't even bother with that one. Just <laughs> try and bang out as much foul plays as you possibly can, yeah. and take as try and take as much health. I <laughs> I still wouldn't shield with it because you already know you're going to lose. Um, if it's looking like you may, I don't I don't know how that plays out. I think with Bastiodon for me, I switch out. Like whenever I see Umbreon, people tend to run a flyer mm-hmm. uh, normally, obviously, which you 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 are you actually are. Yeah, I switch immediately to. Meganium, and then I, I take out any flyers they have. So essentially, if I take out Meganium, I'm pretty. I kind of want to assume that you're gonna bring your flyer. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hard counter it? So that way, I bring I forced you to take out your flyer. So I'm gonna essentially probably I'm, I'm most likely gonna lose against your Mandy Buzz, but then I can farm with my Bassidon and have energy to hit your Umbreon whenever. Yeah, luckily I haven't. I knew that that was gonna be my my biggest weakness was gonna be Bassidon. Luckily, I haven't run into it yet but as soon as i do run into it i will make sure i'm recording it so that we can look at it and kind of kind of go from there and yeah see. i feel like every but every team has that one pokemon yeah. man like every team is impossible there's no perfect team like there's people no. that are asking you know what's like what's a great team like the safest team like i feel like there is no safest team. no not at all <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that i did notice playing with this team is at first i was like i saw azu and i was like oh man this thing is gonna like wreck me and instantly the azu users are going straight for your play rough because they're like oh it's dark we're going straight for play rough like whatever i will tell you and i don't think dino believed me at first until i sent the video <laughs> probably not. umbreon got hit i let an unshielded play rough come through and 
and it barely got my HP into the yellow. So Umbreon's too tanky, man. It's crazy. And the same thing with the ice beams and the play rough on Mandibuzz. It's like you would be surprised how much it takes. It I had a Mandibuzz on a Ferrothorn and I got hit with a thunder and like it kind of laughed at it. <laughs> Like it, <laughs> it really smirk. didn't it didn't like like i was saying i said to you in our chat like i would feel so like oh my gosh like i just put it was with the the wiggly tough video you know it takes so long to get to that that play rough and then you throw it and it just takes out like barely half of its life you're just that's, like that's uh, crazy i would feel defeated just in that alone i'd be like oh my god i'm done <laughs> how are you how are you doing uh so we kind of went over a little bit but uh essentially you know still running the same team haven't changed my team uh one thing you know uh that i did want to mention is that i think it was on day three and four or day four and five that i was doing um i was still going positive overall but i wasn't doing like great it was kind of like neutral in a way i think it was one one of my days was 14 and 11 and then the other one was 15 and 10 it's still positive but you know i kind of like want to always have a like minimum like nine losses per day and this is kind of like how i was telling astro that out of nowhere like not out of nowhere i kind of expected it the next day i played was it yesterday yeah yesterday i came in uh i was ranked 13 and then first set 4-1 next set 4-1 third set 5-0 and i'm just like okay i'm getting amazing leads today i think they know what's up like you know i got had two bad days and then you know either that or i'm just playing you know i i i did i'm not gonna lie i did get a lot of great leads i also did you know pull off some great wins but like i always tell uh, astro and you know anyone that asks me if your team worked once it'll work again give it another shot you know i i don't want to say that i I went negative i don't think i've gotten a negative day since the the season started but obviously you know know, we're ranked one two three so you know we we have you know all types of players you know uh playing Mm -hmm. so now even but it's having a four one you know i'm I'm only seeing ranked 13 and 14s right now so there's like you know you can already kind of tell difference like who's up there and who's not so getting those four ones for uh five o's like a good feeling because you're playing against good players you know the players that are always playing and you know it, it, it works these like my team i've kept it since uh the start of the season and i'm at 66 win rate and you know probably trying i'm trying to aim for back to 70 again uh win rate and uh yeah i just kind of want to like, give an example of like how you know even if i had like a like a neutral day for like two days in a row i still kept at it um that might have an answered one of the questions we had for the uh, questions and answer yep but yep. you know uh and i actually in one of my accounts uh I, well one of my accounts it's the same team i have with my main mm-hmm. but my third account is running a slightly different team because i don't have meganium so i decided to try out uh galarian stunfisk toxic croak and medichan so double fighters in the back mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun it's it's really fun i i see I, i'm running medicham with ice punch and psychic for any flyers uh azu psychic is you know that's the reason why i have psychic for azu mm-hmm. um so medicham's not a bad safe swap for that team at all and whenever i see umbreon the first thing i do is swap to medicham because you know they they're probably like oh a fighter you know let me switch out and mm-hmm. they don't have no idea that have toxic run back yeah so and and as i had so many people like quit on me they're like oh 
my god! As soon as I brought in Toxicro, they're just like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's that's my other team. Uh, maybe that you're wondering because I know a lot of people were like, like, oh my god, this guy's running the same team. The whole league is boring. So I, I that is decided to run a different team uh, with double fighters with uh, Galarian Stunfisk with my own. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. All of those Pokemon are well, maybe Metacham would be the the outlier here because either you have you have one or you don't. And now with the XL, like a lot of people are, are more worried about that. But those are pretty accessible Pokemon to most players. I like that team a lot. I I I like using Metachan. It's a it's a lot of fun. So what you had brought up is one of the questions for this week. We got a few of those um, that came through our Discord. So let's go ahead and get with the question and answer. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So pretty much all of our questions uh, this week came through. Yeah, no, all of them came through our Discord. So if you haven't joined the Discord and you want to join, please message us on Twitter um, or send us an email and we will send you guys those links. And that uh, there's a section in there for the questions for the show. So first question comes from our friend here, uh, Uncle B Stud. And he's got like a two-part question. Um, one, Dino kind of had, you know, already kind of mentioned... Yeah. <laughs> so his first question was after picking your team for GBL, how long will you stick with it if negative sets, if you're getting negative sets for like two days in a row? And then question two is with Ultra League around the corner, any sleeper picks for season seven? So he's not the only person who mentioned um, Ultra League. So mm-hmm. let's just kind of go over. So you had already kind of mentioned your strategy when it comes to this is kind of just stick with it because you may have a negative set one day and then maybe even the next, one the next day yeah. and then boom like you got you know all yeah. positive set you just um, if you feel the thing is like there's a difference between like you know going like negative in the day uh but even then like it, it, it really just depends like if you had for example like three days of positive sets like and you know consistent wins and then just one day you have a negative set maybe like of a 12 13 or even 13 12 i, I feel like the team is still consistent enough that the next they would it would do great that depends also on what is i guess out that week because you know these youtubers post daily teams that they're using you have this guy going like yo the the thumbnail it says 76 win uh rate but in reality this guy is like he just started late like he's mm-hmm. just getting like you know i'm not trying to say anything but he's just getting like newer players like what do you expect come on so i'm um, i i but you still even with that like people don't really think about it so they just see the video they see the 76 uh percent win rate and they're like I'm gonna run that team because I want to get that 76 win rate too mm-hmm. they try the team 05 or 14 you know maybe you know how to run the team and you get 50 but the point is that it still gets played so that's how I see it and if that's the case if your team is gonna like for example if all of a sudden like someone made a video of like uh just leading a fighter this guy's like had uh got to legend using this team with uh lighter uh fighter uh lead then I may have to worry myself because I run but uh, Bass 
to. Uh, so just depending on that too, uh, just like I said, like if you keep kind of track of what is out that week, you'll be on top of the game. Like, and if you have time to watch Twitch, you know, streamers, then that will help you a lot. You know, you, we can only give you advice on what to do, but if you don't do it, you know, uh, it's, it, it, it can only go so far. And yeah, I mean, like that, that's how I, I determine, at least for me, like when I have to switch. But for me, like I haven't seen any, any teams that are, you know, leading, you know, uh, Stunfisk, at least not to my knowledge, uh, or fighters. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not too worried. And that's why I stuck with my team and then did an amazing job, uh, yesterday with, I think it was, uh, 17 and eight. So, you know, it, it happens. Negative sets happen. Yeah. I agree. I agree with everything Dino said about there. Just, you know, stick with it. Yes. Give, give it, give it some time. Um, exactly. and then if it, if it's like you're going on like day three of like negative, then maybe time to look. Next question comes from King Flip. And Wait, uh, did you, did you have any, uh, he had the second question with the Ultra League. Did you have any, uh, uh, sli- uh sleeper picks for oh, that's Ultra? Right. I haven't honestly looked into Ultra yet. Cause like the thing is like someone mentioned, you know, the, as the leagues go like pass on, there's going to be more, more and more, uh, people getting XL candies and there's going to be more XL Pokemon in, in there. And mm-hmm. like, it's just so many out there. Like you look at the list in PV uh, poke for premiere because most people do play that. So we're going to talk about just strictly premiere ultra league. And you just see Jellicent XL, Scrafty XL, G Fisk XL, Obama's note XL, literally the top five Pokemon. Oh, top, yeah, top four Pokemon. Or if you want to go as far as top 10, you'll see one, two, three, four, five, six, six of them are XL. And we have to start looking at just the XL when it says show XL uh, mm-hmm. because there's too many people that are grinding, man. And you're just going to see that and you have to kind of like prepare for that. And just looking at this, you know, I, I see that there's going to be a, a lot of annoying uh, Pokemon out there <laughs> this, uh, when Ultra League comes around. Yeah. I like that you brought that up again, you know, Uncle B. I, I haven't really looked into Ultra League all that much to come up with a sleeper right now, but I will look into it and maybe by next week because we'll start talking on next episode about Ultra League. Um, yeah, I was just taking a quick glance and to be honest with you, the meta for Ultra League is going to stick about the same. I, I don't think there will be anything like some uh, a Pokemon is going to like slip to, uh, through the cracks and then just kind of like be like, yo, like I'm going to wreck, you know, everyone in Ultra League. Mm-hmm. If there is, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, if I see anything that I, is worth trying, I'll let you know. Yeah, but the, the part that you brought up about the XL and I know I was going to read um, King Flip's question next, but then you brought up the XL, which one of our, our questions is related to that. Uh, and it comes from Wildcat Dad 17. And he's an admin. Yeah, he's one of the <laughs> admin, one of the admins in our, in our chat. He was talking about how he kind of sits out Ultra League and he wants to know, do we believe that the XL Pokemon are going to like completely just take over Ultra League now? And it's going to make it almost not fun. <sighs> yes and no, because it's still... I think it's still doable uh, to run without uh, Excel Pokemon, but it will definitely be more annoying if you run into somebody that has, you know, for example, like Skarmory, Umbreon, or Angelicent, for example. Like, if they have three Excel Pokemon that you would see normally in Great League, they, they are they're super annoying. Umbreon, I, I went against it. Even my Shadow Machamp, 
am like it's it can I I, I get scared sometimes because uh, the last resort can still hit me pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So I, I I can see why he sits out, and I definitely don't blame him for doing so because uh, same reason why I, I I would sit out for Master, and that's why they don't have they changed it up a little bit and they put I think they took out the XL for for Masters I believe I'm not yeah where they gave us a like an extra cup to play in yeah so that's why they, they did that so they they said that only Pokemon that haven't been powered up with Canixel are allowed in Master League Classic uh, so they have the Master League and I guess they got rid of Premier Premier Master League which is crazy so they always have something now alongside uh, Master League because no one was playing it like no one was gonna play it because you know XL candies and they would just like, people would just riot <laughs> yeah I mean I think we're still maybe like a season a season or a half a season away before Ultra League becomes like not fun because of the XL. I think people are still building these XL Pokemon for Ultra League. So I don't see it see at least for this first go around there being like a huge influx. You're always going to have like a few people that have the the resources and the and all that. I would say probably by like mid second go around of Ultra League, it may not be as fun. But with them extending the season, if you want to sit out like Ultra League and wait till Master comes around so you can play like in one of the special cups, like I'm all for it. Like if you don't want to take the chance of dropping your your ELO or you know whatever, like I'm not gonna bash anyone and be like, oh no man, you got to play through all the seasons because listen, <laughs> I I didn't play I didn't play Master League before they started running these things. I would not play Master League because I don't have the Pokemon for it. And you know, no one likes losing. Like I'm not one of those people who was like, if you're not winning, you're not having fun. Cause I have fun even in my losses sometimes. Yeah. But when it's, you're consistently losing and you're trying to hit a goal and it's just because you don't have the, the resources to be competitive in that. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with you sitting out, but if you're going to sit out, use that time wisely and start grinding, start building those Pokemon so that the next go around or the next season comes, you don't have to sit it out exactly. and you'll be able to be competitive. Cause that's usually what I always tell people, you know, start preparing, you know, some Pokemon for next season for mm-hmm. Ultra League example. Cause I'm not going to start, I'm not going to prepare anything for Master League with XL candies. Cause that's out of the picture in my head right now. Like Master League is gone yeah. with XL candies from like I started, I just started walking my Shundo Wiggly, Wiggly Tough uh-huh. so that I have them, you know, after that, then it'll be my Hundo Stumpfist and then my Hundo Altaria so that next season like I have at least three meta relevant XLs exactly. to run. Like yeah, so just I, I know I'm not going to have anything ready for, for this season and I'm not even going to try. I'm going to prepare for next season. So our last question which was supposed to be our second question but now it's the last one comes from King Flip and he says in what situation do you guys switch into the soft counter instead of the hard counter and vice versa? Is it based on line prediction or just what you decide in the moment? It's a good question. And Dino touched on it a little when we were talking about my team. Yeah, I was going to I was going to use your team as an example yeah. again. <laughs> um, the when you set up your team, we had talked about it, I think, last week or a week before about having a soft counter for whatever your lead is weak to, <laughs> um, opposed to just having the hard counter, because then you have nothing to switch into, because once you switch in your hard counter, they switch into what's going to counter your hard counter and then you're done so having that soft counter to switch into 
I think, you know, I would switch into it like right away. Yeah. So like when they use your example for, what was it? It was a fighter, right? Yeah. Fighter, mm-hmm. a fighter league with your team, you would switch immediately to Mandy Bros and they most likely will switch. And then that's when you try to get a switch advantage if possible. Uh, cause it's, I think it's doable because of how tanky Mandy Bros is. So you can maybe win whatever they bring. I, I don't see them bringing a, a, a charmer or anything like that, but yeah. So it really depends. Like, so for that, it would be based on the lead of the Pokemon that you have to switch to your soft counter because you have a soft counter and a hard counter for fighter. And then another example for me is whenever I was telling you when someone leads an Umbreon and I have my team of Bastidon, Meganium, and Toxicroak. So if someone brings Umbreon, then I'm immediately going to like, the thing is like, it took me a while to do this. This this wasn't done overnight. This wasn't done. Like I've been being like PVPing since I think the first, uh, essentially the first Boulder, the Boulder Cup, mm-hmm. which is the first uh, Silk Cup. Right. Uh, and it's, it's took me a while. Like I wish I had someone to tell me all these things. Uh, but it, uh, for me, like it took me a lot longer than most people to get to where I am now. And so I kind of assume and analyze already what they have in the back as soon as I see the lead. I, it took, it, it's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to be like, you have literally like within five, like three seconds maybe to figure out what they have in the back. Cause if I see Umbreon, I immediately, I kind of assume, you know, like the, the basic uh, team comps that they have something for fighters, which would include either a flyer or a charmer, for example, normal, mm-hmm. which in your case, you do have a charmer in your team for Umbreon, right? Mm-hmm. So then I would go to Meganium so I can lure out the flyer. And that's when I do it. Just, it just depends on how you, you see him. So you can do it the way I just, I, I we used his team, Astro's team as an example, or uh, my team. But it, if you want to learn how to get to that point, you have to be studying the teams. You have to see, think immediately and fast of what they could potentially have in the back, which is not that easy to do, which I mean, anyone can do it, but it just takes practice. Yeah. And then you, the more, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I was saying like, so the more you play, and this is why it comes in handy so much when I play with three accounts, it helps me analyze every team. Like I have, like it's going to seem like a lot, but I play 75 matches a day. Uh, so not all the time because when I, when, when I have time, I play 75 matches, but normally it's for sure always play my main 25 and whatever I get to do with my, my alts. But it helps so much to understand the meta of, of the game. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say was if you're not, you're running a team you're not used to and you have your soft counter, just assume that they're going to be switching into something that's going to counter yours and hope for the best until you can really study and learn and understand. It will take some time. It will take yeah, some time. So don't, time. don't get frustrated if you just, I, I, I don't. That's the one thing that I kind of love, I love about this team is it's kind of made it dummy proof for me. <laughs> um, but it's also helped me learn the matchups because I'm okay not shielding on Umbreon and Mandibuzz. So I can see what it takes and whatever. Like I would have never known that it can handle, you know, a play rough. It can right. handle, you know, things like that. So those are good questions. And that is it for the question and answer section. And that is it for the show today. Yeah. So do you have anything else? Uh, no, I, I'm just, no. I'm still, uh, on that. I still can't believe, you know, how much support we got, you know, the, with the discord and it's just crazy. It just, yeah. Crazy to me. I just yeah. didn't know how many, how many listeners we had. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awesome to see. Um, so, okay. Well then that's the, uh, that's the show. So first off, I want to thank, you know, everyone who's joined the discord over the past week and, uh, and all the support that we're getting from all of our Patreons at, at all the tiers. Um, you know, 
We really appreciate that. That help. All that goes into, you know, covering the cost for the podcast, um, for the hosting and stuff like that. It goes into the, you know, the prizes that we'll do every once in a while for, for the, the live tournaments and stuff like that. So everything that you guys put into the show, we're giving it back to you in either forms of content or, you know, prizes or something like that. Like I'm all about that kind of fun. So <laughs> yeah, there'll be more of that. Um, so I want to thank everyone for that. So I want to give a special thank you, uh, to our producers for today's episode, King Flip and Papa Rec. They are our, our Patreon producers and they helped, um, you know, with the content of today's show. Also to our Discord admin, Wildcat Dad 17, who has, I mean, from day one, just kind of just stepped up. Um, yeah, I've known, you know, I've talked with Wildcat in other groups, but man, he just like, he came in, he stepped up like day one, was just like welcoming people. Like he didn't have to do all that stuff, but he did. And we really appreciate that. And, you know, that's why we made him one of um, the admins. Um, he's also going to help with our self, um, our self map tournaments with, with judging. So, you know, special shout out to him and, and to our producers there. You can follow us on Twitter at BTW PVP podcast. That's where we post stuff about the show, um, retweet stuff that we find interesting. Also where you can ask your questions um, besides discord, you can ask your questions for, you know, that week, the coming week show, or you can send them to our email, btwpvp at gmail.com. We've got our merch store and Patreon up. You can find those links in our bio on our Twitter. Uh, so you can check those out. And that is, that's, that's the day. So thank you everyone again. Yeah, that's a wrap. <laughs> um, so thank you again, everyone for listening to the BTW beginner to winner PVP podcast. I am Astro Zombie 954. And I am Dino Mágico. And until next time, good luck and get good. I think that your time is done, and I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.